hope you've all been keeping well. Today I'm going to talk about some life issues, uh, things that we come through as we walk through this journey of life. And um, my topic today is only sign the terms and condition of God. Only sign the terms and conditions of God. In real life, let's say you maybe you take a mobile contract they give you some paperwork which got um, their terms and conditions which you have to read through uh, about the terms of service and then if you agree with the terms of service you put your signature and as I googled what is the meaning of terms of service it says terms of service are the legal agreements between a service provider and the person who wants to use that service the person must agree to abide by the terms of service in order to use the offered service so after reading the terms of service and you agree you have to put a signature and then once you put your signature that means now you are able to use the service so my first scripture is from Matthew chapter 4 verse 8 to 11 Matthew chapter 4 verse 8 to 11 again the devil took him up on a very high mountain talking about Jesus Christ and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and the glory the splendor magnificence preeminence and excellence of them and he said to him these things all taken together I will give you if you will prostrate if you will prostrate yourself before me and do homage and worship me. Then Jesus said to him, Be gone, Satan, for it has been written, You shall worship the Lord your God, and him alone shall you serve. Then the devil departed from him, and behold, angels came and ministered to him. I can say today, I was just thinking that there are some times when someone helps you with something and when they help you with something they've got terms and conditions as well. And these terms and conditions, 
when they when when that individual helps you they will expect you like to do as they say it's like they will believe in their life they will tell you where to go and where not to go what to eat and what not to eat who you should talk to and who you should not talk to and if you don't do as they want they keep remember reminding you that remember I helped you I helped you with this and that and this and that so the moment you agree to their terms of service and put your signature because sometimes you you find someone agreeing to that because they will be thinking oh if i don't allow if i don't do do as this person tells me next time when i need help they won't help me so you find yourself you end up allowing someone to live your life and as a result you won't be able to manifest the giftings that God has put on you because this individual who is helping you will be telling you to do this and that and not to do this and that so sometimes maybe you try to do what God gifted you and this individual said oh no this is not going to work and then you you just stop because you have signed to their terms of service so that you keep getting help from them but hey our help comes from the lord if we see jesus christ as an example in this scripture in matthew the devil wanted him to worship him and before he asked jesus to worship him he took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and the glory the splendor magnificence preeminence and excellence of them and then he said to the devil said to jesus christ if you worship me these things all taken together i'll give it to you that's what happens if you sign at the terms of service for someone because they've helped you and you think if i don't they won't help me next time if i ask for help no you don't have to do that because if you do that you will you're going to be relying on them all the time instead of relying on god and that will stop you walking in the gifts that god gave you i'm going to go to the old testament and read in the book of exodus 
chapter 2 verse 11 we are going to read about Moses it says one day after Moses was grown it happened that he went out to his brethren and looked at their burdens and he saw an Egyptian beating a Hebrew one of Moses brethren he looked this way and that way and when he saw no one he killed the Egyptian and hid him in the sand he went out the second day and so two Hebrew men quarreling and fighting, and he said to the unjust aggressor, Why are you striking your comrade? My main, my main face here um, is that, it's verse 11, where he says, One day after Moses was grown, it happened that he went out to his brethren and looked at their burdens, and he saw an Egyptian beating a Hebrew one of Moses brethren if we do a throwback Moses was raised by Pharaoh's daughter which means Moses grew up in the palace living a good life but Moses knew his identity he knew I don't belong here it might be that he knew it from instinct or uh, Pharaoh's daughter might have told him because he knew who he was he didn't sign the terms of service of the Pharaoh household but he chose to be identified with the Hebrew people as the Bible say, when he was grown, he went out to see his brethren and looked at their burdens. He looked at how much they were being afflicted and he chose to identify them. He had a heart to deliver them, even though the first time he did it the wrong way, that he killed an Egyptian when, when he saw um, an Egyptian fighting with the Hebrew. Let's take this story a bit further to Exodus 3, verse 1 to 10, and see Moses' journey. Now Moses came to the flock of Jethro, his father in law, the priest of Midian, and he led the flock to the back or west side of the wilderness and came to Horeb or Sinai, the mountain of God. The angel of the Lord appeared to him in a flame of fire out of the midst of the bush, and he looked, and behold, the bush burned with fire, yet was not consumed. And Moses said, I will now turn aside and see this great sight, why the bush is not burned. I like this, that when Moses saw this bush burning, yet it was not consumed. He didn't just pass by. He turned aside to see this great sight, why the bush is not bent. And when the Lord saw that he turned aside to see, God called to him out of the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses. And he said, Here I am. The reason why the Lord called Moses was that he turned aside to see why the bush was not being consumed. 
God said, do not come near. Put your shoes off your feet, for the place on which you stand is holy ground. Also he said, I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. And Moses hid his face, for he was afraid to look at God. And the Lord said, I have surely seen the affliction of my people who are in Egypt and have heard their cry because of their taskmasters and oppressors. For I know their sorrows and sufferings and trials, and I have come down to deliver them out of the hand and power of the Egyptians and to bring them out of that land to a land good and large, a land flowing with milk and honey, a land of plenty to the place of the Canaanite, the Hittite, the Amorite, the Perizzite, the Hevite, and the Jebusite. Now behold, the cry of the Israelites has come to me, and I have seen also how the Egyptians oppress them. Come now, therefore, and I will send you to Pharaoh, that you may bring forth my people, the Israelites, out of Egypt. You know what? Just because Moses didn't sign the terms of service of the house of Pharaoh to say, yeah, I belong here. I agree with your terms of service. He didn't sign the terms of service of the house of Pharaoh because he knew he didn't belong there. He knew he belongs to the Hebrews. He didn't. He left the comfort zone, Pharaoh's house, to go to his people. And because God saw that, saw that Moses knew who he was, Moses was ready to be used of him. Moses didn't want to be identified with the oppressors of his people. God chose him to send him to Pharaoh to deliver his people, the Hebrew people. My point is, if you are comfortable because they help you, or because they helped you, so you have to keep to their terms of service. You have to put your signature to their terms of service and do as they want you to do. If you allow them to use you like a puppet which you can control, you will never at any point be able to use your God-given gifts. Your life will be just stagnant. Someone else will be living your life because they are helping you. And you allowed, you allowed them, you allowed yourself to stick to their terms and conditions. Lastly, I'm going to read from John um, 10, 4 to 5. When he has brought his own sheep, 
outside he walks on before them and the sheep follow him because they know his voice they will never on any account follow a stranger but will run away from him because they do not know the voice of strangers or recognize their call once again i say our help cometh from the lord the voice of a stranger is the voice that keep reminding you i helped you i helped you with this and that therefore you should do this and this and this and this and that because i helped you that the voice of a stranger if we get help from god he wants nothing from us because he is the god of grace so be careful when you let people live your life know that your life will be at a standstill just break out just break out and step out in faith and ask help from god if you ask ask help from god he will send you the right people the right people who will not use you who will not live your life but who will allow you to grow i hope this will help you i hope this will help someone somewhere stay blessed